Hey, everybody, and thanks again for joining me today for another episode of the NHS 100K podcast with me, Matt Taylor. So, like I said last week, got some good guests coming through. Slow and Steady wins the race. This week, I'm speaking to Stephanie de Garay, who um, is the mother of Maddie that was involved in the Pfizer trials for the 12 to 15-year-olds. And if some of you have got any background, you'll know the story. Um, as much of it you can get hold of anyway, but uh, Stephanie's very kindly agreed to come and talk to us today and tell us everything that's going on. So welcome to Across the Pond. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> me. So lots to unpack in this uh, in this story. Um, and um, I'm glad I've got you here today, basically, so you can tell the story and we can put the record straight um, from the horse's mouth. Excuse the pun. <laughs> so over to you. Um. So I, we had talked initially, just I wanted to share, because I think a lot of people don't understand um, how my kids ended up in the trial. Um, so I'll start off with, my kids have never been in a trial before. I never would have even considered putting them in one. Um, we had a friend that was in the, um, the initial trial, the initial phase for adults at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And I found out about that in July of 2020. <clears throat> um, and I actually volunteered, um, got all the paperwork, similar to what we got with the kids later, um, and never heard anything. <laughs> um, so just assumed too many people volunteered, um, you know, knew what was going on, didn't think anything further of it. And then my uh, middle son came home and said, hey, I'm not, I, I don't want any names. My friend <laughs> is um, in the COVID vaccine trial at Cincinnati Children's. I want to be in it too. And I'm like, oh, and I knew, I mean, obviously I knew, knew his mom and I knew she was in it. So I wasn't surprised. Um, so she actually emailed us information about it without us even asking her. She said that her son had said that Lucas was interested um so we, we looked into it she had already had her both of her doses had no issues and you know i've never been in a clinical trial i didn't you know i assumed like they talked to other people in the clinical trials so i was like i literally have an email written to my husband when i signed up i'm like it looks like low risk um big you know it, it, it's going to help people big reward so when i say big reward i mean like we're, we'd be safe and help other people be safe and, you know, even prior to the kids. So I guess the background is I was not worried because I knew somebody else in the trial and she put her son in the trial. And this is a very educated, smart woman. Okay. So, um, we were talking to him about it and the other two, um, obviously were in the same house. They're like, well, we want to do it too. So you have to remember, like, with the kids wanting to do this, like, all that was on TV was, hey, this vaccine's coming out. It's our ticket out of this. So, you know, for them, they're like, man, we could get the vaccine early. I could, you know, I'll, I'll have my life back, all my freedom back before possibly anybody else, you know, yeah, and, and, yeah. and help other people. There was a monetary compensation. <laughs> it was a joke. Like, it was under... And, and all the money went to them. They get little clinic cards that you, and if you don't spend it, the money goes away. Like they take it away. Um, and I think it was like $1,000 and that's spread over two years. Okay. So I guess $1,000 for, you know, a 12 year old and a, 
just my son was 14 at the time and uh, 15 and then turned 16. Yeah, that's a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money. So I did not sign my kids up for money. Mm -hmm. They really made barely any money. It was because I, yeah, like I, I thought I was educated and, and I clearly was not. So I just, that's one thing I think people need to understand. Um, I, I get attacked a lot from people that maybe knew about vaccines and other things before, you know, don't attack people. That's not going to help anything, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I don't attack other people that get let their kids get vaccine, you know, a vaccine now. If they're not educated and don't know what's going on, how, you know, and you're only going by what you're told, then how are you going to know any better? So I, I think that's very important that people just stop doing that because it's not helping anything. You're not helping no. the cause by no, attacking no. me or any other person that gets their kid vaccinated. It's mm. not helping. And where and then their kid gets injured. Help them. Yeah. I just, I really, it makes me mad. And I'm not like that, so... But um, that's how they got in the trial. Right. Oh, I'm glad you cleared that up because I didn't know. I knew of Maddie and yourself, obviously, because yeah. it was, you know, it was kind of like world breaking <clears throat> news initially when it happened. Um, but yeah, it was always. But you know what? I'm not surprised because it's a very nice and noble thing of your kids to do, you know. Mm -hmm. And that, unfortunately, with the people I've spoken to who have been injured uh, and bereaved, they've all been people that have mm -hmm. wanted to do the right thing. And that's mm -hmm. where it breaks my heart even more because yeah. they're, you know, taking advantage of those people that are putting themselves in harm's way, essentially. Uh -huh. um, well, I mean, look, you said you weren't educated <laughs> enough. I mean, everybody wasn't. So uh, right. it was the whole thing was designed for us to know enough to feel like we were confident. And then, you know, the rest was guilt, you know, right. if you didn't want to or had poor, any doubt. Poor thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So tell us, so now we've got the, the reasons as to, you know, how, how um, Maddie was, was on the trial. So, Walk us through what happened then after after you obviously, you know, you found out the information, you enrolled her on the trial. Right. Tell us yep. tell us what happened from then. So after we got the information, um, we read through the informed consent. They were very, there wasn't a lot of detail in there. I mean, really, the only side effects that it said on there that would possibly happen are the ones that they're telling the public, you know, that, that like the COVID symptoms minus like the severe stuff. So um, their first appointment was December 30th. Um, we came back early from visiting my family so that they could go to their appointment. Um, and they all got their, uh, first dose <clears throat> that day. They do a bunch of blood work and, um, they also test for COVID. I will note that they do not wait for the COVID test to come back before they gave you the vaccine. And the reason I'm mentioning this is I unknowingly had COVID um, at, at, at like asymptomatic, like didn't have any symptoms. And then my symptoms that I did get were um, abdominal pain. I had chest pain and um, lost my smell and taste. Never had any respiratory, none of that, mm -hmm. none. I ended up testing positive, like right after they got their dose. So we then again had them tested at my husband's work, the PCR test. And Lucas and Maddie came back negative. My husband was negative. My oldest son, Gabe, was positive. So he got one dose of the vaccine while having COVID, did mm -hmm. not get the second dose. So, um, yeah, they didn't wait for the test results to come back before they gave them that. And we did with that, once again, we had no clue, no clue. Okay, so after that, 
Um, and Maddie had a normal reaction to that, um, like ex exactly what they described in the um, informed consent is what happened to her. Fever, she was tired for like a day, um, she had a headache, she just didn't feel well. Mm -hmm. um, and then she was fine. So January 20th um, <clears throat> was when they got their second dose. So it was just Lucas and Maddie that went. Um, Gabe, they did not give because he had um, got COVID. And one thing Maddie did say is that with the, the second one, she goes, that hurt a lot more than the first one. And for me, I just assumed, I'm like, did you tense up your arm or something? And I'm like, I'm sure it'll you know feel better later. Um, it was my son's 16th birthday. We came home. Um, you know, it was COVID time, so we couldn't have a party. So we, it was just family. Um, we had dinner, ate cake. I have a picture of the three kids together, smiling. Went to bed, and in the middle of the night, Maddie came into our room and said, I don't feel right. Something's, you know, wrong. Can I sleep with you guys? I mean, she's 12. That's not like a typical thing, but I'll you mm -hmm. know, have awake in the middle of the night. So her reaction started less than 12 hours after she got her second dose. Um, she woke up in the morning and we said, hey, you don't need to go to school if you don't feel well. You know, it's, you know, because we, we knew she may not feel well. She goes, no, I want to go. Um, and um, so she did because she hates missing school. She hated because then you have to make up the work and she like, she's, she's a hard worker. She does. She wants to stay on top of things. She was in honors classes. Um, I never had to tell her to do her homework, you know, my easy kid. Um, and she, so she went to school, never called us or anything. She's also a kid that'll never go to the nurse's office unless I think literally she'd have to fall over, which she didn't probably close to it. She got off the bus, um, came into the house and my husband's <clears throat> works from home and he, his office is right inside the door. She dropped her bag and just lost it. She like my husband said, she looked like death. She had her fingers and her toes were white. Um, she had severe abdominal pain. She walked in hunched over. I, I don't even know how she made it home. Um, she had like zaps going up and down her spine. Her head was throbbing. She said her chest felt like she was, it was being pulled out of her neck. Um, she uh, was very nauseous. Like she, she was not, clearly something was going on in her body. Um, so we were, the instructions for us, you know, at this point, you know, my husband, he is, I told you, is an LPN, so he has stuff, he checked her blood pressure, blood pressure was a little high, but she was getting enough oxygen, like, her oxygen levels were okay, checked her, I mean, her heart was, rate, like, beating fast, but not, he wasn't, con like, concerned at that mm. point, like, hey, I need to call 911, um, so he called the trial line and said, you know, explain what was happening. They said, okay, well, we're going to talk to the doctor. We'll call you right back. He called me after that and said, hey, Maddie, I was at school. Or I work in an elementary school and said, hey, Maddie's having some sort of reaction to the vaccine. And I hear in the background going, mom, mom, my heart, my heart. It feels like my heart's being pulled out through my neck. So I heard that and I immediately left work got home by then they had called and they said that um we should take her to the er they um the trial was held at cincinnati children's they said if you bring her here that's easier um because then we have access to her charts um we it's easier to get to doctors and everything else it was a little bit further than other er's 
Um, so uh, my and Maddie was very scared at th at that point. My husband has a medical background. We have two other kids, so I I stayed home and he took her. <clears throat> and then at that point, um, you know, I start searching on the internet just her symptoms. Um, and the one thing that came up was the MIS, um, the multi-inflammatory, um, multi-inflammatory, I forget what is it, system. It's it's where you're, it's a reaction that they were saying, the MISC that was happening with kids with COVID. Right. Um, so I, I mentioned that to him, um, but when she was in the ER, they did, well, I guess I should say the other thing, because she had severe pain in her stomach um, they were checking for appendicitis. They were concerned that her, she, her appendix was burst or inflamed. So they did um, a renal profile. They did um, a urine test, a urinalysis, a COVID test, and they did an x-ray and an ultrasound, I think. An ultrasound, I know they definitely did. They couldn't visualize the appendix, um, but they said they didn't see anything showing that it was uh, burst. I don't know why they couldn't visualize it, but okay. She had blood in her urine, um, and they never even told us this. We found out um, from our family doctor with the follow-up visit, um, and then renal pro the renal profile. I, I forget what that showed. So they gave her an uh, fluids, um, and they. Um, they gave her, I think, Toradol and um, anti-nausea medicine, and she felt better. Um, she was very loopy. I don't know which medicine made her loopy, but, I mean, she has videos, and it looks like she's drunk. Um, and they sent her home. And like I said, she was, like, in better shape than when she left to go to the hospital. I don't know why. But right... With no diagnosis. I'm sorry? With no, sorry to interrupt, no, with no diagnosis, they sent her home. Um, they did, it did in her, there was no like exact diagnosis, but that is the only time where it said adverse reaction to the vaccine. Right. Now, at that point, they didn't know if she got it or not, because they kept, I, like all along, we'd always hear, we don't know if she got the placebo or the vaccine. I'm like, come on, clearly she got the vaccine, but yeah. Um. They would know that, right? Though, because they, they will know that. Well, they the, the claim it was blind, double like that. It was double blind or whatever. Blind. It was blind. So they. So one only person have still know. One person so, should still know. Right, uh, Pfizer, not the yeah trial doctor. Mm. Supposedly, I mean, I don't believe anything anymore, honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, he was. They talked to him. I mean, there's so much, like, my head is going all over with stuff, so I I probably will be all over the place um, just because so much has happened. But he, his, he, he, doctors, when we have, so when they, in the United States, they use um, Epic to, like, for your medical records for all the big hospitals, and there's a thing called MyChart, and you can go on there and kind of see their notes and like your discharge papers. Mm -hmm. Well, if you request your um, official medical records from the hospital, there's a lot more information in there than what they let you see otherwise. Mm -hmm. He was, um, all, his notes were all over um, in, in there from doctors, like where he was saying what tests to do. And one thing it actually said that, um, that, 
they've never they haven't seen reactions like this before from the vaccine. It's a trial. Mm. I don't care if you mm. haven't seen it before. It's a trial. That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there were only a thousand kids that got the actual vaccine in that age group. So, yeah. Um, but she ended up between um, January and April. She was went to the ER, I think it was nine times, um, just kept sending her back. Um, she was hospitalized three times. The first time it was for, I think, three days. Second time was for a week. And the third time was for a month and a half. Um, and <clears throat> they very early on um, had been has written things about functional neurologic disorder and anxiety. Our first hospital visit, they sent more people from um, like psychologists and um, pain management than instead of like neurologists and like people immunologists. Um, hey, maybe somebody to look at the fact that she had blood in her urine seven times mm. um, between Every time they did a, a urinalysis, they she had blood in her urine. They tried to say it was from her period. I'm like, she cannot, she does not have her period every single time you've done this. This is over mm. a span of four months. I said, what do you need to do to 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 prove that it's not that? They said we need to do a catheter. I said, then do a catheter. Mm. Get yeah. get it that way. Guess what? Still blood in her urine. <laughs> mean... So they didn't do the appropriate tests. They, they really all, the from the very beginning, they made this psychological and that she had anxiety and that it was functional neurologic disorder. And they would not, that's, I mean, they put her on all kinds of horrible medicine that made her worse. Gabapentin, um, Lyrica, she ended up having seizures from those. She had an episode in the, in the hospital from the Gabapentin, like probably 30 minutes after they gave her her first dose of it. Um, where they had to call the doctor in, they had to have her monitored through the night. Like she couldn't, she she couldn't see. Like well, she her eyes were hurting. They had to turn out all the lights. She's a kid that wants all the lights on. She was screaming in agony. It was horrible. I didn't realize at the time that it was the gabapentin um, uh, until she started having all these. Um, seizures and, and somebody I work with said, get her off of that now. That mm. Well, they went from gabapentin and we, we just because she started getting worse, we're like, I don't think that, and it wasn't helping her pain. Um, they, then they did the Lyrica. So she, she had like a weird episode with the gabapentin, the Lyrica, she had seizures. They gave her Compazine in the ER um, and it made her go, it literally made her psychotic. Um, it was horrible. They, the way that they stopped it was giving her Benadryl. So she had a reaction to that. Um, she had an MRI. Finally, they did an MRI in March when she was hospitalized. They did the MRI for her. They moved it up. It was the day before the data cutoff for the um, Pfizer trial for 12 to 15-year-olds that they did her MRI of her, um, her spine because at the time she was having a hard time walking. When she woke up from that, um, she couldn't go to the bathroom and she no longer could stand. She could barely stand before, but that that's when she lost, like she completely, she already didn't have feeling in her legs. 
um, and was having a hard time walking. But when she woke up, she went to, to like, if you want to call it stand up and dropped right to the ground. Um, so the, she had a reaction to the contrast. So once you're in this state, like everything, it, she was reacting to everything mm. that they put in her. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, there's a lot so, to unpack there. I mean, Sorry. there's so much that's happened that is not right. I mean, they did none of the tests that they should have. They never did a spinal tap, which would have showed something. They never did a skin punch biopsy, which would have showed something. They never did an EMG, um, which would have showed something. I mean, that, these are the things that, um, so the EMG and the, and the skin punch biopsy and the tilt table um, are three tests that we had done by a neurologist in just this past June because she, she hadn't had it from Cincinnati Children's. Um, and that's when she got, she did get a diagnosis um, of chronic inflammatory um, demyelinating polyneuropathy. So CIDP is the abbreviation, um, small fiber neuropathy and um, POTS. POTS as well. Just So, and the treatment is IVIG. Um, which she did start getting. And guess what the treatment is for MISC? Gabapentin. IVIG. Oh, IVIG, big pun. No, no, yeah. For It's the same thing because same thing, body, yeah. your body is attacking itself. This is not, so this is the first time I've heard this. There's another gentleman I've spoken to, John Watt. He had a Pfizer, he had an AstraZeneca and a couple of Pfizer. He's got POTS. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Scottish gentleman. And when he was trying to get it diagnosed, they were trying to put it down to anxiety and stress mm -hmm. as well. And this is this is insane that across the pond, oh, they're it's telling everywhere. you the same stuff. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're telling everyone I know that has had a reaction um, similar to Maddie's. That's what they're telling them. It mm. is. It's, it's anxiety and FND. My daughter never had anxiety prior to this. No, it doesn't sound like it. It, it sounds like there's uh, um so okay so apart from the being seems seeming to be like a coalition of silence amongst the medical professionals you know in the upper echelons of things with them trying to keep everything quiet or, or you know just not speaking about it at all despite uh the, the the damn bursting so i would have i would have thought if you're on a, a clinical trial yes you, you ran the trial line i would have thought mm -hmm. if there was any problems there would have been um uh, uh, like a direct line you could have rang if there was a medical emergency, not referring you to 911, if that makes sense. Because these guys are going to receive Maddie. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're going to know so that she's on a there trial. There was a but... line that you called and they called us back. Um, the trial doctor, the principal investigator works at Cincinnati Children's. He is an infectious disease doctor at Cincinnati Children's. That's right. why he had access to her charts. That's why they had direct access to him. He was the one saying not to do these tests. Like he's making the shots, calling the shots. You can clearly see it in her, um, in her, in her medical documentation. So I just, I want to note one other thing. That mm. FND diagnosis was officially put into her chart the day before they submitted for approval with the FDA for the EUA. Right. So they were kicking April your pan. Eighth. Huh. Uh, so they were kicking Maddie's case down the road, basically. So it, it wouldn't necessarily have to be included in the trial data if they've not got an official diagnosis. It, it was right. So it was put down as functional abdominal pain, still investigating and paresthesia. So pins and needles. That's all that they put down for her. 
She can't walk. She can't swallow. She has an NG tube. She had blood in her urine. She has urinary issues. She pees once a day. She has gastric issues. Um, she can't feel from her waist down. She lost neck control. Um, she had rashes all over her, random rashes all over her body. She has high strep levels. She did not have strep throat. Mm. She, I mean, I can keep going on. Like there's all kinds of abnormal things for her that were not included mm. or ever looked at. And once the problem is with us, with Cincinnati Children's, all the hospitals in the United States are all connected together. So we thought, okay, we can go get a second opinion. No, you can't. You can't get a second opinion if it's at a major hospital. Right. Why not? Because they, they, um, even, so a lot of times you'll just sign and say, oh, you know, you can connect everything, which is what we did. So if we went, when we went to another hospital, they could see her records. So they go in there. And what I learned is doctors, especially in the, in the pediatric world. And, and I literally had a doctor tell me this because I was in a hospital and I didn't like the GI um, doctor. And I said, I, can I, we just see a different one. They go, they're not going to give you anything different. They're not going to say anything different than a colleague. So at least the hospitals around here are mm. very connected. So, mm. and, and, and yeah. So we saw another neurologist at Dayton Children's and she had, I, I swear to God, she had her diagnosis before we walked in the door because she had read everything. I mean, it was the worst visit. It was. I do think there's some good doctors out there at these hospitals that, like, they see that something's wrong, but it's like mm -hmm. they have to be able to prove it. And then if they prove it, it's still very risky. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you've only got to watch... Um some episodes of scrubs and i'm not making a mockery of the situation but you can mm -hmm. see the the structure of the foundation oh, yeah. year yep. ones twos and threes and you don't question mm -hmm. the senior doctors nope. when you you're don't. in training no matter what you see nope um, and guess what should. you saw a bunch of senior doctors at cincinnati children's they all were very senior yeah so they can't be questioned or you know it's it's kept yep. in that kind of upper yes i mean it's it's the writing's on the wall now isn't it it's only matter of time. okay so when so when obviously all the so when did you get to the point when you're like right this is this is 100 um associated to the to the to the vaccine what 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 was pfizer and the clinical trial sort of team like after you were trying to push it for for because i mean i assume I, i'm sorry i don't mean to keep asking questions with a question i'm yeah, just trying to, i'm just trying to get to that point because i can imagine from a parent's perspective you know what's going on maddie knows what's going on mm -hmm. everyone else i knew it was the vaccine it. i i knew I saw the difference between my son Lucas and her when they got their doses. Lucas had zero reaction. He got the placebo. Mm. I mean, we got that confirmed after, you know, they the EUA went out, um, was approved. That's when they unblinded everybody. Did you find out if Maddie's was a placebo or not then or not? Yes, I did. Maddie's was the real thing. Right. So you were right there as well, obviously. And so you know. was my son Gabe's that got the one dose. He also was very sick, but he also had COVID. So, right, yeah. that could have been a saving grace then. I yeah, I'm I'm yes. I don't know what. I, I mean, if this happened to her, it very well could have happened to my other kids. Mm. Uh, we're lucky. I, I mean, the, the, the yeah, God God's been with us, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm lucky that Maddie is alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because 
not everybody's kids are. No, no. We, I, I, I remember speaking to that Ramirez gentleman. Yes. Um, well, there's we, more kids. There's more. Yeah. There's yeah. one in Canada, Sean, and there's another girl in the United States who just died in November, Trista. She's 18. Man. And, and okay, this is the thing that kind of frustrates me. So you, you've got the, 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 the people that are in the echo chambers of social media talking about these things and then getting, you know, uh, rebuttaled and stuff. But then when you've got someone like yourself, mm-hmm. I'd like to see someone try and rebuttal what's happened to you. Uh, oh, they then, do. They you, do. I know how you've not ended up in prison mm-hmm. through sheer murder. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't it's, have uh... time. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it's consumed our life. It's, it's this is all I like I go to work and I, I still come home and I'm dealing with trying to find doctors like we're I mean because once I think everything's figured out like when we you know with the IVIG um, she was getting her treatments they had act, issues accessing her vein the doctor that we saw the neurologist was in New York he realized she needed a central line put in but because he's in new york he didn't like he wanted to be part of the team but he wanted somebody local managing it so our 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 primary doctor did it along with him um and then she ended up getting um an infection in the central line a broviac and i mean because right to your heart so they had to remove it and then they had to put a pick line in uh, because she also gets fluids every day because she can't get enough fluids um um and then uh, and this is all just happening. The um, the pick, um, she has blood clot from her here to here, wrapped around the pick line. Um, so now that scared the doctor. Um, so it's like she's been receiving these IVIG treatments. They're working. She's got better neck control, like a lot of like like significant improvement. And now we're to the point where I need to find another doctor to team with the neurologist in New York, which is an act of God. We did find a doctor, but then you have insurance. Like yeah. it has to be, because IVIG is like, third, it's like I, I, I couldn't even do a GoFundMe to help pay for it out of pocket. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. So it, it I have to go through insurance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you had any help from Pfizer or any feedback from Pfizer or anything? You know, Never we talked to them. No, nothing. Zero. Nothing. So after the, okay. So after the first initial hospital admission, did you, did, were Pfizer fully aware of what was going on? Um, we have been told that my husband has a call that he recorded with the, um, I'm sorry, my dog is, <laughs> I'm going to have to. No, 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 don't like, worry, don't worry, don't worry. outside the door, you're. It's all right. I apologize. You'll have to. Oh, it's real life. It's real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, I forget where I was at. Um, uh, I was where uh, obviously Pfizer's um, contact with yourself. So once they'd realized Maddie had been in hospi- hospital, right? Could... So we have a recording with the um, the trial, like somebody that worked with the trial, the gamble program is what it's called at Cincinnati Children's. And somebody was calling about something else, and my husband, um, asked he was asking what symptoms we want we want to know what symptoms were recorded what were, were sent to Pfizer and we had asked this of the principal investigator we have a whole long email trail saying yes they all were reported um never like once again what exactly was reported we want to know details of what was reported 
um, never answering for us. So, um, I'm sorry that my dog is dressed. She's like, uh, thinks it's playtime. Um, it's actually Maddie's dog. And yeah. I'll, I, I, I should tell you a story about that. Um, I divert. She paid for the dog with her Pfizer money because she needed to use, she wanted this dog so bad. And it's like a support dog now. Um, but she had to use her money because I told you the money goes away if you don't spend it on these cleaner cards. Um, so that's the dog. She, this is her Pfizer dog. It, I'm not joking. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyways. So, so bringing you back. So we, uh, yes, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. She, she, um, so we have a recording. I can send you a link to it mm -hmm. um, where she, he's just interrogating her. And the poor girl, I mean, I feel bad for her because she has no clue what's going on. And um, yeah, they, I, I don't, that we still to this day don't know what was recorded. I'll oh, send you really? a link to the email. The email is public. Um, I, yeah, I made everything public. We have a recording um, with the principal investigator when the kids were unfinded. Maddie was in the hospital at the time. He acted like he didn't know. He's like, I hope Maddie's doing better. We're like, um, no, she's in the hospital at your hospital. <laughs> you know she's there. Yeah. Yep. Like in complete denial of everything so i i mean we we have there's there's a lot um we have a lawyer that's working with us siri um um aaron siri his law firm and we're trying to get those records <laughs> yeah i mean did they have they given a diagnosis of uh you know adverse reaction to the jab or or are they are they still putting it down to they the are not, but the doctor that diagnosed her that we, that we saw put that it was from the vaccine. We have a diagnosis. I mean, it was from that it was from the vaccine, and that she does have something physically wrong with her. It is not functional neurologic disorder. Yeah, there may be some functional like she's going to have to relearn how to, like she can't write. She can't like she's going to have to relearn to walk, write, to like she doesn't know how to do that. Like there isn't the connection's not there anymore, but. The, so she went through treatment for FND. It didn't work. It mm. didn't work because they never addressed the underlying problems. Mm. If your nerves, or I don't know which, if you, what you know about CIDP, basically your 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 body, um, when it thinks that it's um, attacking the spike protein, goes into overdrive and it, it attacks you. It, it basically attacked her nerves. So. Yeah. The myelin sheath, um, yeah. so the outer part of the nerve is what was damaged. So mm. the way that I, I'm an electrical engineer, it's like having an a, a, a cord, an electric cord, yeah. and you have no covering on it. Yeah. So if that's happening, there's all kinds of noise. Yeah. Um, and it hurts if you touch it, and um, yeah, it re it it could cause a lot of problems. Mm. So that's why she can't feel that's why she can't swallow that's why all of it that's why her digestive system doesn't work that's why she can't feel it's why she everything it's why everything Jeez. her autonomic system isn't working at one point she didn't even sweat she didn't sweat at all so it's completely so they oh man i mean, <laughs> I mean it's yeah 
I mean, I don't know how you can say it's anxiety. I like, I, I mean, I know it's not, I mean, because now we have proof, but um, we did. The, the thing is too. So we did, she did have an EMG done at Dayton children's and I, I just got a copy of it because they said it was normal. They also said there were no technical difficulties. So there were, my husband got concerned and videoed it mm. <laughs> and it was not a normal EMG. Um, we have, like I said, we have video of it. They did have technical problems. They live, mm. I mean, they had to reboot the computer three times. Something mm. was showing that they, I'm. But they didn't like that, basically. Yes. I'm, mm. yes. Yep. Exactly. Oh, um, <laughs> so the, again, going back to the gentleman over here, he's had to pay privately or, or, you know, get some crowdfunding money to go and have a um, heart scan you know, to get any diagnoses because the NHS mm -hmm. won't cover it because he's not had an official yep. diagnosis of a jab injury. I've, I, and the gaslighting that's happened to you guys as well. Oh, yeah. um, it's bad. So when I when I saw the video of you guys two years ago, because Maddie was there as well, I think it was uh, you were presenting your story and evidence. Um, I don't, forgive me, I don't know where it was because it, it was a long time with, ago. Um, Wisconsin with, that was the first time we talked. It was Wisconsin with um, Senator... Uh, Johnson, I guess the other thing I should say, like the, the only reason that they found out about Maddie, I, I posted on Facebook, I had a normal, typical, you know, average mom with three kids, Facebook profile. And I was worried and I posted for prayers privately, like just with my friends and mm. my uncle had, um, he said, can you make this public so that I can share it with my church so that they can pray the right way. And I know mm. how to pray. You need like the more, you know, and if you can see the kid and say the name and then that, I don't know, that's rather than just being like, pray for this person. I don't know. It channels um, it a little bit easier. Yes. Think. Yeah. For me, that's what I, I, and I, so I was like, yeah, no problem. So I made it public. Not, I mean, you know, I'm like average little nothing mom i just thought making it public no big deal and and it, it went viral the next day which i did not plan on doing i'll be honest with you i don't know if i would have been this public if it wasn't by accident yeah well, sometimes um, accidents are happy you know i would say that god had his hands in that <laughs> yeah yeah because this yeah. this needs exposure that because yeah. they want to keep it in the dark that's the problem so the, yes. the fact that it you can't let the universe you know will 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 do what it wants to do whether you stop yeah. it or not it will find a way so yes yep uh, so all right so the two so so this was all in the space of oh, so January it happened March February time obviously Maddie's got the kind of diagnosis and she's got some horrendous symptoms and everything else. Mm -hmm. When, when did they officially, and I don't mean to sound callous when I say this, when did they officially mm -hmm. try and wash, wash their hands of you guys, basically once they'd had the emergency April. authorization, April, yeah. uh, April. So, right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, she was in the hospital for a month and a half and that was an inpatient rehabilitation. Um, there was, I mean, they tried to wash. They tried to wash their hands of her earlier than that, but officially, mm -hmm. I'd say before that, she still had appointments um, for the trial. They always would like the one time. So, a lot of the appointments they were doing with the kids, like after they got the EUA, 
um, it, they weren't in person anymore. We were still in person. Um, we have recordings of all those. Mm. Um, the one time when they still were seeing all the kids um, in the trial, and it would, so it would be very busy in the lobby when you go in for your appointment. And this was when Maddie was like hunched over. She clearly was ill. It was before she was in a wheelchair. Um, I think it would, would have been in March. They took us to the entire other side of the hospital. Furthest away. Away from everybody. And after that, every appointment we had, there were no other patients in there. It was just us. Yeah, they didn't want you speaking to anybody, did they? Yep. And have you spoken to anybody? Did you were you aware of anybody else on the same journey? No, I there were, I mean, so there were a bunch of kids in this group that um were in the trial. They were all boys. Um I think they all got the placebo. Some of them did end up getting the vaccine afterwards and, and didn't have um any issues that I'm aware of. Um I do know that in the um I'm sorry. Jeez. Don't worry about the dog. It's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. I I know that there were there were other kids that and I'm pretty sure were injured. Um, just if you read the trial documentation, there's two where they kind of brushed aside and said because I guess one per, one of the kids was on um, Zoloft or something prior. Right. So that's an easy anxiety one, and I forget what the other one was, but those people never spoke up. I don't even know if they know, I, you know. They've got the link I, I together. Know. Right. So, I do know of uh, Augusto Rue. He was in the Pfizer adult trial, um, and he uh, was injured as well, and they did the same thing to him. They hit everything. So so the, the, the Pfizer data that was released yeah. that we, we eventually got was Maddie's was in the data included in that or, or are we not sure yet? It, all that they included was that she had functional abdominal pain and that she, the paresthesia, so pins and needles. Mm -hmm. That That's the only thing that was included. So the thing that concerns me the most, I've worked in medicine myself for, for okay. 13, <laughs> I'm a paramedic. Well, I'm, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I didn't know. No, well, I, I tend to keep that on the low key, uh, <laughs> probably because I'm probably not going to have a registration for much longer if I keep doing things that I'm doing <laughs> now. Um, I'm an actual paramedic. I just don't work frontline anymore um, because of all this shenanigans that happened at the beginning with the, with the man masks and the mandates and mm -hmm. gross um, infringement on our basic human rights. It was almost like before the trial even started, they were saying, mm -hmm. we're going to do the trial just to, to dot the I's and cross the T's, but whatever yep. the data is. That's what they know, did. So they were, yeah, there yes. was already 100%. a game plan. percent Yep. Mm. It was already mm. approved. It was, wasn't it? It needed yeah. to be for whatever I mean, if that. you, even listening to, there's interviews from the principal investigator. His name's Dr. Robert Frank. Um, and just the way he talked in these interviews. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just dismissive. Um, no, that this is, you know, it's, it's every, they've had no, this is while Maddie's sick. He's doing these interviews. The first one, she was, it was after, I think she had been to the ER twice. He's like, we've had no, no adverse reactions. This was specifically to the trial for 12 to 15 year olds. Mm. Gee, he had, a kid, lying, 
Yes. Yep. Yep. God. Uh, and, and they've been doing the same with pregnancy as well. They've been outright lying about that as well, despite the data and everything. I just, well, yeah. okay. Yeah. So before all this started, okay, before the issues and then, were you just a, a normal family, trusted yeah. everybody, you know? Yeah, I mean, we got all our vaccines, mm. got our flu shots. Um, I worked in a school. My husband worked. My kids were in school. Mm. Yeah, not, mm. we were we were just normal people. No, uh, you know, nothing like if you googled our name before, you'd find nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, big, big, trying to shed light on this sort of stuff, you obviously attract certain calibers of people as well. You get the the, the sensible ones, and then you get the the Tin foil hat, sombrero wearing folk yeah. as well, um, and it's important to try and you know manage the two. Did you um, have you been sucked into the kind of like the backstory of all of this as well and everything else, and and try to find a non sinister thing, a reason as to why they've done it but failed? Um. So I I I I think. A lot of the people that were involved in this probably thought they were doing the right thing. Hmm. Um, and sometimes I know psychologically you can convince yourself that you are. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's a lot of times people won't speak up because they'll lose their job. You know, you never know people's situations. So I'm going to say that for maybe some of the doctors. Yeah. I also think that... Um, Money and fame can influence people. This Dr. Frank went from being, and he even literally said it in an interview, from being a basically a nobody to like this, everybody wants to talk to him. And his, you know, there's all kinds of news stories about his hospital. Um, so I think that that can influence things. And if you're also told, you know, this is for the greater good um, by people at Pfizer, I think as you go down the chain of what I understand, the people involved, I, I do, so the whole tinfoil, I don't like, I'm not that extreme, but I mm. do think there's a lot of corruption mm. going on and it, it, it's complex and very much, but I mean, think about history and things that have happened, you know, mm. it's, We've never had anything so serious. As, I mean, for me, this is just big. It's much broader, yeah, than a lot of the other things that have happened in history. But even with some of those things, you're like, how did that even happen? Yeah, but it, but it did, and and I think this is similar. I yeah. think that there's people that think I don't know. I mean, there's people that think they're god that, there are that there are. probably have mental problems i don't know i don't know how you couldn't well i, I don't know i do yeah yeah psychopaths I, don't just um exist in in you know in the streets you know psychopaths right. are everywhere yeah. I have to see yes exactly <laughs> and, and i so i do think i do believe in all of that yeah. i uh, a lot of the theories about vaccines and i i don't when I say I'm trying to think of like one of the, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there yeah, that no I reason. don't believe. I, I don't. I, 
I do think there may be a purpose for vaccines. I don't think that that everybody needs them, though. No. I think that now that I realize I my son had a re- reaction where he had um, he randomly as a baby got hives and became allergic to everything. Mm, right. <laughs> um, and when I look back, it was when he got like a series of I never even thought it before. Well, they don't want you to. Because they, they you right. know, they've, they've created it. Yeah. I don't even think the doctors, like, know it. I don't, I really don't. No. Well, no, they don't. I mean, you, 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 okay. So med school, a, a general practitioner, GP, we call them over here, obviously, they, they, yeah. they're mm-hmm. supposed to know enough about everything to know where right. to refer yes. you to, you know? So yes. they don't know everything yes. about medicine. People think yes. they do, but yes. they, they very well, they can't tell you what's inside back. Some can, but the vast majority right. will just tell you enough. Um, right. And when you ask them anything too specific about nutrition or other bits and pieces, they, they don't know because that's not part of their their job spec, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But what they were doing, and this is the frustrating thing, is they were seeing people coming in with these reactions and concerns yes, and not, yeah. and not raising them or, or, or you know, battering them off right. as yeah. anxiety or other stuff with, with no basis other than their opinion. Um, right. and, and then there comes a point where you have to admit, okay, maybe my opinion was wrong. Right, uh, and we're not quite there yet, are we? There's more people mm. speaking out now, but it, it, it's, the, in my a opinion, lot of doctors like, will admit it verbally. That's it, though, and they won't put it in the charts. No, so I, I, I I've had that happen a lot. I've had nurses that while she's in the hospital come in because they've seen her story mm. and say, "I know what's happening." Yeah. Um, I had one nurse say there are a ridiculous number of kids coming in here having seizures out of nowhere. Mm. Um, I had another nurse that said her son had a reaction to the first dose, never got the second dose. Um, like his, he recovered, but a lot of people like their kids or, or they as adults are having reactions to the first um, mm. dose and they recover because it's not like severe. My cousin's one of them with Moderna. And then they go and the doctor's like, you're fine, have the second dose. And then they're not fine. And that's happened to my cousin. So, I mean, there's another person within my family. Yeah. There must be something. Well, I think, and this is what makes me mad. Like, they never did any genetic testing, you know, with this. I know a lot of people have the, okay, I'm going to swear because it's funny. The they call it the the motherfucker gene the MTHFR because it wreaks havoc on yeah. your like so my daughter has that mutation my cousin has that mutation every single kid that I know that had a reaction um like kid girls because I know a bunch of other people they have that mutation so there's one thing I'm just saying yeah like, yeah, yeah so maybe if you have that mutation you shouldn't get the vaccine. Now, could you still add this? I, I do think there's a lot of similarities between the, having COVID, um, like a, a minor form of it, and um, having long COVID. Because I, I had a lot of similar symptoms, to not like severe like Maddie's, but just weird things. And I didn't have mm. a normal reaction to COVID. I ended up not getting the vaccine because I wasn't in the trial because um, they didn't call me back. And Maddie had a reaction. And I'm like, I can't go get it if you she had one how am i going to take care of her if the same thing happens to me um because we have the same 
you know, so she came from me. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, you know, for me, it was, well, and I just had COVID too. So I knew because of um, my son, they didn't give him the second dose because he had COVID yeah. during the trial. So I'm like, well, I probably should not either. Um, I, I don't know. I think the spike protein is worse with the vaccine. Um, well, how do you but, turn it off? That's always been my question. Yeah, we're given we're given the message of our cells to make this spike protein. Where's the message to tell our cells to stop making it? Um, yeah, that's a good question because I know she. I mean, Maddie tested like that. She still had it, so we had her tested um, in June. So six months after, she still had it. So in her she was system. still testing positive like six yes. months after. Yes. yes. So she did eventually get COVID, but not until it was May of 2022. So I got it again for the second time. My husband got it for the first time. We got it from him. Right. But my other two boys didn't get it that time. <laughs> And this is this is where it's strange because there's so much evidence to suggest it's not as infectious as everyone said it was. Um, I don't know why, but people are getting sick, but they're saying it's not as infectious as um, you know as they're saying it is. But I don't think it's any it. more infectious than a cold or a strep throat. I mean, or strep throat or mm. the flu. I, I it's I work in a school. Yep. You know, people get sick. If one, kid, if one kid vomits, I can guarantee you half that class is going to have the same thing within the week. Oh, yeah. 100%. Not everybody, but half mm. that class. And it may not even be the kid sitting next to them. But it's yeah. like, it's no more, it's 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 a virus. It's no, the viruses are contagious. Yeah. And if it's new and nobody has the antibodies to it, then yeah. it's going to be really contagious. But the thing mm. is, I think, I don't know, a lot of people probably did have the antibodies probably didn't get super sick, didn't know they had COVID or they had symptoms like me and didn't even know it was COVID mm. until, yeah. I mean, the only reason I knew is because I lost my taste and smell. Otherwise yeah. I would not have known. Yeah. So where are we at now with things? So obviously mm. I know this sounds a bit of a, how is Maddie doing? You know, I know this is a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of sweet, you know, but how is she doing? So, I mean, there's been so many things that made her worse. Like it's sometimes I'm like, what, what, like, is this even real? And like I said, the MRI and all those things made her worse. She also, the end of December, so she she has an NG tube because um, of issues with swallowing and digesting her food. Um, and she was on a formula called Elicare Junior because um, she was having issues with the one that she was on before. They had just switched her. Um, and she got really sick in December. I said, yeah, 2021. It was 2021. Not, not this past December, but the December before. Her stomach blew up. She started violently vomiting um, and um, couldn't breathe right. So we took her to the ER. They ended up saying that she had a bowel obstruction. They did a bowel clean out. Um, and we later then in February found out that every single can of our Ella Care Jr. was part of the Similac recall for the the bacteria, the Cranobacter. But do you know that about that? No, 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 no. Is that we've not heard? It, is, did it cause it, some gut bacteria? Yeah, there was a baby that died. So most 
Unfortunately, it affects like babies whose immune systems aren't like built up. Right. But if you are somebody who's sick and you give them something with bacteria like that, yeah. that in it, they, yeah. their body can't handle it. So she got really sick after that. Um, we were in Portland or we, we moved temporarily to Portland, Oregon for six months. Is it, was it six months yet? Yeah. No, January, um, February, sorry, March until um, July. Mm -hmm. um, so we rented an apartment. We had two, because we needed to try something different. These were two natural paths, came to the apartment every day um, and treated her. So they got her to the point where she was um, stable uh, and, and like, starting to improve still couldn't swallow and all that but she wasn't like like her her normal blood tests were bad everything was bad she was blown up holding water she was in really bad shape um and then at that point was when we saw the doctor um that prescribed the ivig um so she started showing a ton of improvement with the ivig but then was set back again with the um the bacteria that the infection in the line and then um from right now she still has the the blood clot so it's very painful oh. um and her arm turned like it's you know just cutting off the blood supply and then you're on new medications again so and she's not getting the ivig because we have to find another doctor to work with the neurologist so uh, that's where we're at i would say she's stable right now um she can hold her neck up better um but we can't find like the only options around here for um she she needs inpatient therapy or physical therapy at home or something we there's nobody to go to we have mm. tried everyone around here cincinnati children's Mm. as a monopoly we went to Dayton Children's once a week which is an hour away but they're like this is not we can't help her so I mean our struggle is finding doctors that I mean we have a diagnosis but there's mm. just people don't understand the complexities that go into this and normally like if you have a kid that's sick and you're in a hospital where they're not trying to cover up stuff they have care coordinators that like do all this for you, but we mm -hmm. have to do all of it. And then you have to realize, okay, you got to find a place that's not connected with these hospitals or that's going to, you know, you, that you, you have to research the hospitals and, you know, see if they're, first of all, if they're doing any COVID vaccine trials, they're, they're not worth going to. Mm -hmm. you, you have to yeah. see maybe if doctors there have written articles that like, that, that it, nobody gets it. Yeah. Yeah. The research that has to be done. And then it's like, there's a lot more people sick. We are, we got a notification from the wheelchair company that provides for wheelchair and other medical supplies about how they've had a massive increase in volume and had to change like how they have their call center. Well, I wonder why, I wonder why is there's a, such, just saying. Yeah. Well, we just got that letter. I'm just saying like, there's, really long wait times to get into any doctor right now, especially neurologists. Mm. Like months and months. 
My mom just got a referral to a neurologist. Um, her appointment's in, I think, May. May? Yep. And you know what? People mock our NHS over here because, you know, wait times and everything mm -hmm. else. But, you, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's happening yeah. everywhere. Yeah. The thing is, is you don't need to have degrees or anything like that to see coincidences and patterns. Um, yes. You know, and, and, and that's essentially what, what people are supposed to do with, or in medicine is see any patterns and then look into it and, you know, do tests to back it up or, mm -hmm. or dismiss it. What mm -hmm. I found is that they were, they were dismissing any injuries because mm -hmm. of the vaccine with nothing other than just their opinions. Mm -hmm. And then would you, when you would say to them, okay, well, what's causing it then? And, oh, we don't know. Okay, no, but you know it's not the vaccine. Anxiety. Yeah, yeah, it's, definitely it's, not the vaccine. it's anxiety. That's what it's easy to say that. Because if you look up functional neurologic disorder, literally it could be any symptom you have, can they can say it's that. You could be having seizures, you could um, have urinary retention, you mm. could have bowel problems, you could not be able to feel. I mean, literally, if your hair is falling, everything they can you, they can blame on that. Like it's it's literally, in my opinion. It's a cop out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an umbrella term that they know that they could same as stress. You yes. know, like you say, stress yeah. and anxiety can really cover everything because they can find a tedious yep. link. Yeah. That they can they can put it under. Uh and, and then it's 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 such a oh man. I just I just feel so angry for you guys because you're not the first person I've spoken to about this sort yeah. of stuff. It's and there's more people, like I said, it's you don't unless you're looking for this information, you don't find it. No. Like you literally don't. And, and, and when you find it is when you're, you or your child gets injured and you start searching, trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Cause the doctors aren't telling you that's when you're like, Oh my God, that's what yeah. people don't get. You are not going to see this. I mean, there's yeah. so much stuff that I don't even see and I am connected and you know, <laughs> mm. so have, you, have any other doctors reached out that are kind of awake to what's going on? You know, all the ones that we see in the circles that we kind of, you know, look in. Has, has any of them reached out to you? or, or have They you all know them? Maddie's case. They all know Maddie's case. They've all seen her medical records. They all know her. They have pictures with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing they can do. I mean, they're not able to practice. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. So we do have a doctor in Kentucky that's working with us. Right. I mean, there are, like I said, there are good doctors out there. We saw other doctors. We did it through telehealth and, and telehealth does not work when it's a kid. Mm. Um, a lot of it's out of pocket. Like it's um, insane. I, I just, I'm sorry. I just thought, thought of something. Um, and I can send you a link to this. There was a doctor mm. from UCLA. He is a, Let's see a rheumatologist, I think. Um, his name's Dr. Whalen. Um, and he wrote a letter to the FDA with concerns that there would be an MIS um, C type reaction from the vaccine, um, which is exactly what's happening. Whether it's your heart, all of this, that's what it is. It's all mm. that. Mm. It's mast cell, it's um, the Ellers Dan Ellers Danlos, the EDS. Mm. Um, but he, he wrote to the FDA. We also talked to him. He talked at Senator Johnson's, one of his um, events that we were at, press conferences that we were at. Um, and, and we had a televisit with him and he, he ghosted us. Wow. Yep. And then randomly reached out 
like, I don't know, it was like six or eight months later, I got a random email from him. I mean, if you knew the, the d- amount of doctors that we've seen and talked to, mm. Sabine Hazen, she, I don't know if you've heard that name. No, no. She, she does stuff with the the gut, um, the microbiome. She's mm. got, did tests on Maddie. Um, I, I think there's a lot of doctors out there that have pieces of the puzzle, but, but what we've been challenged with is finding one that can really fix her. Well, without knowing exactly what's what going on. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing. And because we're not globally, we're not admitting that there's a problem. We're not going to look into it properly. Right. So you've got a fringe group of people trying to find a solution or, or, you know, trying to fix the problem with most of the world, not accepting or right. even acknowledging that there's a problem full stop. Mm-hmm. So you can't stop it from happening again, or or, or if we don't acknowledge that there was a, a problem in the first place, uh, we've got some catching up to do, haven't we? Really. So, so okay, I, I, I'm conscious of time. Um, mm-hmm. So, any any sort of final words you want to you want to say to the masses? Hmm. Take your time. Um, All right. No, I mean it's. I think the one thing is, be kind, like. If another, if somebody gets injured, because more people are from the boosters, or maybe they didn't get the initial vaccine and decided, hey, you know, I don't see anything out there. I guess it's safe. I don't know. Don't be kind and help them. Um, I, I guess for the people, if anybody sees this, that I mean, you're on your own. If if you get injured, you're you're not going to. It's going to be very difficult and miserable and and there isn't a lot of help out there um i do think things are coming out i do think it's gonna i never thought this would be going on this long um i just i i don't know i don't even know what to say like i'll be honest with you for me it's 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 it's, it is literally overwhelming and it it consumes your entire life it does it but i'm don't believe it's anxiety and don't believe it's functional neurologic disorder. Um, mm. And don't take the one thing that I tell, especially with parents is if like when their kids get sick, the first time I call up, I'm like, do not let them give your kid gabapentin, mm. Lyrica, Compazine. Um, um, what else? Oh, the MRI with demand an MRI without contrast. It probably won't show anything anyways. <laughs> um, because those are all like once your body, once you're you have that reaction, it, everything. Mm. And and I've met a lot of people too. I guess the other thing is you may be fine now, um, but that doesn't mean that there's not something going on in your body that yeah. you don't know about. Like the girl Trista, mm. um, her reaction she she did not like it. It didn't happen the next day or in, yeah. like hers was, and it was heart, her heart was enlarged. And, and she, I mean, her body just shut down. It just, her whole body attacked it. I don't know, like it's it's like this vaccine sets it up for well, like, I don't know. There's something to do with receptors. I think it's ACE1 or ACE2 receptors. And apparently yes. mm-hmm. it, it likes these ACE2 receptors, which are located more in the young, in the heart, yeah. the kidneys, the ovaries and the testes yes. 
And then yeah. as you get older, you know, we get more of this ACE2 around the other parts of our body, like the liver, mm-hmm. and the lungs and other bits and pieces, which is why some people were more predisposed to being unwell from the jab if they've got more of this ACE2 receptor in okay. their body. But again, this is hearsay that we, you know, ACE2 and ACE1 right. are responsible for balance in the body. And if one... Right. If you've got high blood pressure or diabetes, the scale's off and you're already taking medication to try and level it out. And then the spike protein comes right. along and creates yeah. all kind of havoc and your body doesn't know what to do. And then that's what I think happens and the body gets confused and then just starts attacking everything. And, and Well, it, you know. yeah. And, but I guess my point with her is it, it, it didn't happen right away. Her, also her glucose is like 600, like wow. perfectly healthy. Cause the day mm. she got the vaccine, she had blood work done. Nothing wrong with her. Right. And then I'm just so I, I I think things can still happen even if you think you're healthy. Well, we're seeing that now. From what I'm seeing, yes. Yeah, and I would agree with that. I mean, and I would agree, I, I bet everybody listening to this at the moment or, or watching this knows someone right who ain't quite right. And it um, also it doesn't work like they lied. It doesn't prevent the transmission. It doesn't. No. Well, they didn't even check, did they? They openly said that, didn't they? They didn't. Oh, and they ended the trial early. I don't know if people know that. No, I did not know that. Yes, they ended the 12 to 15-year-old trial. We got a letter um, in September. It was supposed to, we were supposed to have one final appointment, actually next week. Um, and it was canceled. We don't have our last appointment. Right. I wrote, I emailed them about it. Is that I'm like, Nope, we're not going to have an appointment. So yeah, the pieces are coming together because you've got yourself like Maddie, then you've got Brooke, who's obviously, you know, taking Pfizer to court. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know how much more stuff people need to see. And then obviously you've got the Twitter files with evidence of actual mm-hmm. uh, Pfizer blocking, you know, the information mm-hmm. coming out and actively suppressing. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard to feel sorry for people now who are, who are still trying to cling on to, to the narrative that they've tried to force this. To, but to if they're of, not on Twitter and they're not watching Fox News and I they're know. not watching, then they're not, they don't know. I know. That's the thing. I know. Like, that's why it's people don't, I mean, there are people that don't know. I know. But then th- 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 you, you can only say that for so long when yeah. literally everybody you know, I know at least a handful yeah. of people that yeah. have family of quite right, you know, <laughs> unless you're just selectively not choosing to kind of, because. We've, I, read, I read something from Australia came out not so long ago, basically, that just because the manufacturers um, have got immunity, the people given the injections. Well, that's the thing. Not, There's no accountability. They don't care. No, no, there isn't. But there, and I don't like saying this usually, I said a, two, a few years ago, from my perspective, it's my responsibility to give the person I'm giving the injection full consent and full information. If I can't, mm-hmm. then they've not had full informed consent, regardless of whether the person above me has told me to do it or not doesn't matter i will still be liable so mm-hmm. everybody who gave the injection un- unknowingly hasn't mm-hmm. been able to give patients informed consent and i've had Correct. this argument with loads of mm-hmm. people the mm-hmm. information now compared to when it first come out so different you can't give someone informed consent when well, you don't the, know what information is going to come out the fda at least they they knew about there was i don't know if you saw the document that listed all the possible reactions oh, God, yeah. that could happen yeah. yeah the fda also knows about maddie hmm I've talked yeah. to them. I've right. talked to them. Other people have talked to them. Our mm. lawyer has talked to them. Our lawyer has written letters to them. The CDC. I have talked to the doctor at the NIH 
that did the study on all these vaccine injured people who talked to Maddie's neurologist and told him that there have been reactions. But it's not good for business, is it? Yeah, I'm just, um, but like everybody, they, they know. But then uh, this is the thing, this is what I can't get. They know that we know that they know, if you know what I mean. So it's it's like, you know, are they are they just, like, are they that ignorant? Are they that kind of like arrogant to, to the fact that they- I think it's it? money. I mean, here in the United States, like Pfizer gives the FDA a ton of money. Mm. Pfizer yeah. also gives like, so for Dr. Frank, there's seven um, infectious disease doctors that are like in the United States that are like the, have the premier, I don't know, the sites that are like the gold standard for um, vaccines. And, and mm -hmm. Cincinnati Children's is one of them. Dr. Frank's funding went from like 500,000 to like, I don't know, like 4 million. It's, it's publicly available. So it's money. It's Pfizer. There's a guy that just spoke out the other day with, I forget what drug it was that he took that was Pfizer's and Pfizer, they ended up, they tried to bribe a doctor to, to change test results. Like it's all, it's, I mean, it's, this is from the past, not, but not that long ago. I'm just, Pfizer's evil. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is evil. I mean, if, if you can't turn around to somebody, if you were to switch it around and say, well, I've got this car here, it's a brand new car, the safety on it's wicked, you know, we've done all yeah. these sorts of tests, mm -hmm. but if you crash and the safety stuff doesn't work, it's not our fault. Yep. You're not going to hurriedly go out and buy the car, are you? No, it's, no. You know, but so how is it any different for but, but, but people just, I don't know, it's, it's Be, blind. It's, kind of you're conditioned, you like, it's, you trust doctors and the doctors trust the people that are telling them. You know, if only if know. people really knew just and, and I know I know a lot of doctors and I know that their lives outside of being a doctor are car crashes. Right. And I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way, but that they really aren't. And if people knew what they though their, their lives were like outside of medicine, they wouldn't they wouldn't take any advice that they gave yeah. them. Yeah. At all yeah. in the slightest. But no, right, I, I, I'm with you. They're human <laughs> beings. Right. They're good at remembering stuff, but literally that's about yeah. it. Well, um, I mean, you can Google. You don't even need to remember stuff anymore. No. Well, I, I mean, I, I've lost count of the amount of people have said their doctors turned around and Googled stuff while they've been in the room. And I can't think of anything more tragic as a, as a clinical medical professional than doing that. We've all Googled stuff, but yeah. not whole okay. things. You know, contraindications right. for medications or certain ailments that the patient has got that you're not aware of or whatever. But you don't like, you know. And then you don't do it so they can see. <laughs> right. Very, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. You know, you've got to at least get your, you know, your game on a little bit. I'm just going to check my notes here. You know, you don't just right. go like Google. Yeah. No. Um, but, oh, this is, okay. Do you think, um, do you think this is all going to come crashing down? Eventually, yes. I mm. think, because everything has in history, if you think about it, clear back to BC. I, I mean, it, 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 it will, I, I don't know when. No. I, but I I think there's a lot of powerful people involved in this and mm. it's gonna take I don't I think it's starting to move, but then there's been other times where I'm like, okay, now I mean it's like you know, you think, oh, this is enough, but it, then it's not because no. that's how much power these people have. Yeah. So um and this is not just 
like the US or the UK, this is like global. So yeah. that's what's even scarier. Like things in history have not been, they've been like a certain area. This is not, but I do believe that eventually this will come out. I don't know what they're going to do about it and who's going to do what about it. Um, at the very least, I know that whenever, whoever these people are, they're going to hell sorry well no no they're, i mean look for there to be so much concentrated evil in, a, in an entity like pfizer and, and all that there has to be concentrated goodness elsewhere as well there is um, i do think there are a lot of good people out there the scary thing though is like even good people can get caught up in fame and money yeah. and and not be good it's you got to be careful like percent. Oh, human nature like that's the scary thing about all of this for me. I don't know, yeah. but I do think it's going to come out. I, I do. It is. It's, 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 do. Already, it's already happening now. It, it's a kind of controlled release. So, because if, if the problem we've got is, is you yourself and Maddie have, have had two years to deal with what's going on and, and accept it. Well, don't accept it, but you know, you yeah. deal with it as best you can. Other people being thrust into this environment, thinking they may have a ticking time bomb in them that may or may not do something within the next two to five years. They're the ones that we need to be fearful of because they're the ones that are going to lose their minds yeah. Yeah. Um, because they've been yeah. lied to. And I think yeah. that there's a certain element of they're refusing to, to, to accept that because then it's, it's almost like sending off for a test of a DNA strand to see whether you mm -hmm. get cancer when you're old or not. Would you really mm -hmm. want to know? Um, right. or, or would you not? And the vast majority of people don't want to know if, right. they, if, if you know, and, and, and that's that denial aspect and we need to get through right. that. But, but, but the old, you know, would you, I wouldn't want to know. You know, I'd yeah. be like, you know what, if, if I'm going to, if I've got a clot yeah. from my heart to my knee, don't know, I'd rather just drop dead, you know, or, or whatever <laughs> it's, uh, but, but that's, that's not a good, good place to be either. Um, but you know what people like yourself, um, Stephanie and Maddie, you know, they, they fill me with hope because the strength that you guys as a family have needed to have. No, 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 this, just, honestly, trust me, there's like, we don't, I like, I, we have, I have frequent meltdowns or whatever you, I mean, it's oh. not like, it's like, I'm some interviews I'll do, I'll cry, but I've, I've gotten to the point where I think I cry more about other people when I watch other yeah. things. Like I can't handle that, but it's like, I've become numb to mm. what's going on with Maddie. Like it's, but it's the thing that stinks is if you have somebody in your family that's affected that much, it affects your whole family. It changes your whole life. It, yeah. it, it does. And, and I don't think people understand that and it's expensive and it's, I mean, it just, it's, I don't know, I, but I'm not like, I, I speak up and stuff, but trust me, I literally, I, I have a good support system even outside of my family from other people that are mm. injured or in my people that I work with, like, I think that's really important. And Maddie has that too, like, cause she doesn't go to school, but she's so, that's where I laugh when they say she's anxious <laughs> because she is adapted. Like she's a very social person. She's met people. She talks to people. I mean, she talks to adults cause she just needs to talk all the time. But like, I just, I think we're lucky that we have a good, support system because otherwise i probably would be insane yeah and her too yeah so i think that's yeah. everybody's case isn't it i mean i've not i've not spoken to anybody that's not received 
an abundance of support. You, you'll always get the naysayers and stuff, but everybody mm. I've spoken to has had an abundance of support. Yeah. Not from the people they need it from, like the the, the doctors and, and the medical right. no, uh, industry, no. but from, you know, just no. generally, just general people, which sometimes I think is better because if you know people believe in you and support you, it makes things so right. much, you yes. know, you, you've got that kind of justice behind you, if you will, of goodness, righteousness, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, dear. Well, listen, um, send my love to Maddie, please, from me. I, I will. Right. And um, I will. strength and courage to you both. And and, everybody, and from the pond as well. We, we have got people in, in the same situation as yourself. So it's um it's important that we try and stick together. Anything I can do to help in the future? I know I'm over the way yeah. in England, but anything I can if, do. To... Yeah, I mean, if, if you want names of, I don't know, if you want... Always any want more names. stories? I, yes. I don't know. There's. Have you interviewed real quick? Have you interviewed any of the people in England? Any like Carolyn Pover? Do you know her? No, I've I've interviewed uh, John Watt, Alex Mitchell, Stephanie Barrett, um, okay. and I'm trying to trying to. There's a group that I'm trying to trying to get in touch with um because we've got a few groups over here that have come together to just yes. for support which again is, is is a good thing but then it's not the fact that there's that many that they need to support a group you know to, to right. establish a group is a bad thing but it's good that they have but um trying to get it so that they're all available or not sick at the same time has been really challenging yeah. um so i'm going to reach out to them again but I, I, this is what i'm trying to do i'm trying to give i try and alternate it between having some doctors on some different people mm -hmm. and some injured and bereaved because it's not going away. And I want people to realize that, you know, just having one person on, isn't it? I've got to keep, this has got to keep going because people yeah. need to know yes. it's not going away. But um, anybody you want to um, send them my way. Then, yeah. Then, There's uh, quite a, a few that are in the UK that I can mm. just send yeah. you their names and that you can let me know if you want to connect. Yeah, ma'am, um, definitely. And, and vice versa. If you know anybody over there that says anything, then, 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 well, you know, Carolyn has, yeah, she's been very, I mean, she's done a lot out like, putting groups together and mm. and and um yeah mm. there's and many it's, it's others good. yeah it's just so difficult you know because you don't know what to do to, to to help other than give you guys a platform but you know I, I i'd like to blow up parliament but you know it's it's difficult on your own <laughs> to be honest yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But no, we've had an M yeah we've had an mp come out and speak over here andrew bridgen and and he's he's they tried to deplatform him at the beginning when he first came out with it. He did an 18 minute speech in parliament, basically referencing the, 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 the harms that the jab's been doing mm -hmm. and recommended that we should stop doing it. He referenced an Israeli doctor as well. Uh, and then in a tweet, uh, that he, 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 yeah, j j just for clarity. Do you know, do you know? You know that the, the doctors from Israel reached out to me through Facebook Messenger um, that were working with the Israeli? Um, no, they were trying, they were presenting to the. the prime minister of health in Israel. Mm. like mm. i thought you have to understand i thought i'm like is, is this a joke like i like mm. what is going like no but i'm serious yeah and this was early on so yeah, yeah. Israel and, and they had the, they, had the, they knew right. that was a problem right. well they they, well because they had this the, this the the best control group because literally right. i think 97 yes, of their population were, were fully jabbed so of course they did. They were, and we were using Israel and England at one point yeah. and New Zealand mm -hmm. and Australia because they've got smaller mm -hmm. populations. It's, it's, it's quicker to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was patterns there, man. You don't need to be brainy to, to see the, the patterns. You know, it's 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 there. That's why they keep distracting us with with Meghan and Harry and all this other BS that they keep throwing <laughs> at us. You know, because my sister-in-law lives in England. So I. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, we're terrible. Anything flashing lights or look yeah. at the birdie. We're, we're, we're looking yeah. away, you know, and it's the, the, yeah. they, they know what we're like. They know 
not all of us, obviously, but when the vast majority yeah. go, what well, you can't, yeah. you know, swim against the tide, it's it's so difficult. Yeah. Well, listen, Stephanie, I could talk to you for thank ages, you. to be honest yes. with you. Yeah. But yep. I, I, thank you so much thank for your you. time today. No, it's yes, been a pleasure. Thank it's been you. Absolutely. Uh, this will be out hopefully this week. Um, let me know how you want me to send it to you, but it'll be out on Rumble. And um, okay. I'm not on YouTube anymore for obvious reasons. I got banned because I'm yeah. banned. <laughs> that's not a bad thing i use twitter i'll share it on yeah. twitter yeah that's brilliant I'll same and, and I'll, it'll be on uh, spotify and everything as well um but like i say give my love to, to maddie and your family strength and courage to you both as well and all thank of you, you over there as well and thank um you. stick around all right and i'll have a quick chat with you afterwards but thank you so okay. much thank you thank you everybody take care bye-bye